There's so many things that you don't think about what to say, what not to say, what to do, you know, right. what's expected. You know, there's some that they have no idea. All of a sudden there's a cameraman on their boat or a marshal on their boat. And they're like, yeah. what do I say? What do I not say? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really helps to get advice from a veteran or right. a professional that does this to, to get a little bit of coaching before you get out there. All right. You've somehow stumbled upon the Fishing Business Podcast. I don't know how you found me, but I'm glad you did. Uh, this week, I'm doing something I've never done before, which is kind of flying without a script. Okay. This is what happens when you get a little too busy and you forget that you need to record. What do you do? You call your, your buddy, your best friend, and your business partner and say, I need you. Look, Dina Vic is my guest today. We're going to talk about things that we don't even know what we're going to talk about yet, but I guarantee you it will be worth you listening to. Actually, we kind of have a loose idea, but but the first thing I want to tell you before we get started is if you're ever in a bind, turn to the people that you know and trust. Don't turn to, don't go to new people when you're in a bind. Go to people that you know and trust because they will bail you out every time and you know they'll do a good job. And Dina's a perfect example of that. Dina, thank you so much for for being here. You're welcome. You might not want to thank me yet. We haven't got this going. <laughs> uh, we'll be, I know, but I know you. So Dina has a company called King Eider Communications, and I call Dina the PR maven, the public relations maven. Dina, what do you call yourself? Busy. Busy, <laughs> right? Me too. She does PR and marketing and strategy and media buying. She does a lot of things. And actually, Dina and I together, I have a company called Fishing Chick Creative, which I do marketing and content development for clients. Together, we work together and partner together on another business called ADD Collective. And what that is, is a group of professionals within the outdoor industry that we work together and we collaborate together. When a, when one of us has a job, with, has a client that, that has a need that they can't fill, we, we bring the other one in. Sometimes I have send work to Dina. Sometimes Dina sends work to me. And sometimes we do it together. So uh, we work a lot together. We talk almost every day and we talk about everything in the fishing industry. Um, okay, so enough of me talking. Here's what I want to ask you, Dina. How, how do you think people should react when they do something wrong? When they've made a mistake, especially a sponsored angler or somebody looking for a job in the outdoor industry, how should someone react when they realize they sh I shouldn't have said that, right? Or, or I owe that person an apology. You, you have a background in crisis management. This isn't really a crisis, but what, what do you think people should do? Well, I guess it really depends on the situation. Um, in most cases, I think you should own it you know, own the mistake, own that you, you know, misstepped or said the wrong thing. Sometimes though, people don't catch it. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, sometimes you can make it worse if you all of a sudden stumble into that. But, but I always think it's best to own it. Um, if an apology is needed, apologize. If, if not, then just say, oh, I got that wrong or right. I'm thinking about something else, you know, and go from there. But but I think it really helps if, because then the elephant, you just shot the elephant in the room and you get to go on. And, you know, I a thing that I've said over and over again, and I've used it for marketing strategy, social media, but it works also, you know, in public speaking or just in regular communication. And that is fail fast. Right. So, yep, yeah, we failed. Let's get right on past it and move on. 
Well, okay. So let, let me give you an example. If I, and I, and this, this has actually happened to someone that I know, uh, if I'm a, a, an angler and I post something on social media, that's political and my sponsors are not happy with me about that. Mm-hmm. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, talk about why you don't want to just to, why we should probably avoid politics in general, if you're sort of a public person. Right. Primarily because it's not always about us and it's not about our opinion. Um, and, and really what happens when we're sponsored, we, are a, we become a spokesperson for that company. Whether we are an ambassador, an influencer, or a full-blown pro, we become a spokesperson for that company. Their, their information, their hashtags, their name could be on our clothes, could be on our social media posts, could be on everything. And so at that point, you have to think about the fact that you're representing them and what your personal beliefs are may not be what their beliefs are and what their stance is as a company. You know, a lot of companies I work with actually have a clause in their contracts that state that you're vanilla, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could you could take the stance that they've taken, but really, you know, in my experience, it's best just to keep that clean. You know, some people have their, have two separate pages or two separate accounts, but they're still linked to you. You have a footprint all across the web. And so you will be in, and you're linked to it forever. And so you just have to think about that, that what you say could affect a company in different countries. Right. That's true. It can can affect so many things above who we are. And so we just have to remember it's not about us anymore and, and what we think. Right. When you represent a brand or even when you represent a company, in my opinion, when you work for someone, you know, you, but, but, you know, and here's the other thing, Dina, you know, I can hear people listening to this right now and I can imagine some people saying, oh, you know, well, that's just being politically correct. Mm-hmm. And maybe that, maybe that is. But in my mind, I'm like, people don't come to, to fishing to hear your political views. No. Exactly. I mean, Keep the drama out of fishing. You know, you think about it, especially during COVID. Yeah. You know, fishing became that respite. It became that time with your family, with your friends to get away. Leave right. the computer at home, you know, except for great photos. Leave yeah. the phone down, you know, and spend time with your family and just enjoy nature and listen to the birds, catch those fish and leave the, the politics and the drama and, and everything back at the house or the right. office. And, you know, and, and that's what we have to think about is that, and sometimes it can be a situation that we have going on in fishing in the business of fishing. And people want to talk about it because they think that other people want to hear their opinion or they right. want to rant. And if you think about it, when you're a spokesperson for a company or an ambassador, you're talking about the great things that that company can do to make fishing better, right? Make right. fishing better for the person. Those people have no idea what we are doing in the fishing business. You right. know, they don't want to get caught up in our issues. And so your audience isn't necessarily just other people that are fishing, you know, in the business your audience is the public. It's the, yeah. the new, you know, 40, 50 million anglers out there and they don't understand what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. You know, that, that's the other thing. You can, you can take the bigger picture before you post. And it's not so much, I've had people say, oh, well, you're censoring me. And I'm like, yeah, no, right. you're, censoring, you're censoring yourself. 
Yeah. Hey, you know, just choose. Does it matter? Will it matter a year from now if you say this? Will it matter five years from now? Is right. It, if it is something that's that important to you, then then you really need to think about what you're doing and who you're representing and go have a conversation. If not, just leave it. You know. Okay. What about here? This is slightly switching gears, but kind of along the same lines in some ways. Um, it, you know, what about if you are are seen? successfully catching a big fish with, and you're not using your sponsor's products. Well, How do you handle that? Again, you have to own it because you did it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not trying to cover it up. You know, people that fish understand. Okay. It's no big secret here. There is not one magic lure that catches all fish. Dina Vic, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you know, different that's why pros have a that's why everyone has a tackle box right Right. all the different types of products and so sometimes you're not gonna have that one lure or that brand there I would hope you but you might not or what happens with me is that I'll be on a charter boat you know I'll be at an event or be on a boat and and everyone's fishing and you know fish on and you grab a rod and it may be a different rod, you know, mm-hmm. it, it happens and we know it happens, but if right. you're called out, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. you know, that's the best thing you can do. Right. And I mean, you can, I think you cannot try, you know, not to bring attention to it, you know, don't emphasize it, but mm-hmm. don't certainly don't ever, ever not be right. honest about it. Right. Exactly. Because people know it happens and most sponsors, they're, I mean, they're not going to like it, but they're going to be okay, especially if you own it. I mean, if yeah. it's out there, let them know what happened. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much, everything's everything's captured these days. Years ago, 15 years ago, we were doing a tournament and we had a guy on camera and he had never been on camera before. And we were in Florida. God, I'll never forget this. And he has a cameraman with him. It's the final day of the tournament. He, the guy takes off and, and literally goes around the corner from the uh, from the launch in the way in sight. He literally goes right in the next cove. And that's where he's catching his fish. And he's in contention to win. But he sits down. The cameraman starts rolling. And he starts going, oh, man, that was, mm, that was a long run. And we're like, uh, uh, he, oh, boy, it took me 30 minutes to get here. He didn't want anyone to know where he was. It wasn't the last day of the tournament. It was, a fi- it was the day before the final day. He didn't want anyone to know that he was right around the corner. But we're like, uh, you have a cameraman with you. <laughs> we know you only went around the corner, you know, and it put us in a terrible situation, you know, terrible mm-hmm. uh, situation because we were like, you know, we have to say we went around the corner, you know, and, and so the guy probably was not the brightest guy in the world, but, um, but that's the other thing too. Everybody, I I hear people, I have friends now who will tell me, uh, I'm not posting this picture because people can see where I'm fishing. And I'm like, you know what? We all know. We all know. We know. Well, and then I can give a, I know you, we did not plan this, but I'm going to give a plug for your podcast and everything that you do. Because it's so important, and I've you know I've done media training for mm-hmm. pros before, but especially if you're starting out, even if you're an ambassador, an influencer, or a pro, it's very smart to get a hold of somebody, a coach um, yeah. like you, yeah. uh, to 
to get, you know, just get people to talk to you about things because there's so many things that you don't think about what to say, what not to say, what to do, you know, right. what's expected. You know, there's some that they have no idea. All of a sudden there's a cameraman on their boat or a marshal on their boat. And they're like, yeah. what do I say? What do I not say? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it really helps to get advice from a veteran or right. a professional that does this to, to get a little bit of coaching before you get out there. Yeah, agreed. Okay. I have another, I have another one to throw at you. Okay. We have a mutual friend um, who who was very passionate about something and in the, in the fishing world and wanted to make a post that was sort of a rant. Remember this? That was sort of like, you know what I don't like about this? Yeah. You know, and, 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 and this person came to us and said, should I do this? And we said, no, don't do that. Again, that could be seen as us saying, be politically correct. But really, talk a little bit about that. Why don't you want to rant? Well, and there were a couple of things involved. And that goes back to what I was saying a minute ago about we have to know who our audience is. And some people that are super influential um, in certain groups, new groups into Mm -hmm. fishing or groups that are getting larger into fishing. And so they have different audiences, different people following them, people that that are new and, and want to learn and then other pros. Right. Um, brands. Brand brands, sponsors. things like that. And so I'll give you a little tidbit with that too. One, don't rant. But even if you're doing a video or something, watch what you're wearing. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're wearing a sponsor shirt or hat and you don't even think about it, it's as if they're supporting you in this rant. That's <laughs> so right. Do that. But the other thing is that remember your ultimate audience, if you were sponsored, are the public and the people fishing, you know, Mm -hmm. consumers that are fishing. So you're trying to help them and they don't know anything, like I said earlier, about any drama or any situations that we deal with on the fishing industry side. Right. You know, and and I guess if there are private, and I'm going to use air quotes because nothing is private, Right. <laughs> when you're talking about the web and digital and social, I don't care if it's a group on Facebook. I don't care what it is. Nothing is really private. Okay. Right. But if it's a private industry group and then you're able to, that's what it's there for, for mm-hmm. ranting and talking. Yeah. Discussion, it could go there, right. but I wouldn't do a video because that video can be shared. Right. So just, right. you know, but you don't want to rant because you don't know who your audience is. Well, and not only that, you know, look, I, I never recommend ranting for any reason, honestly. If you looked at my, my social media, my personal channels, I just try very, very hard not to say anything negative because there's enough of that out there. I don't right. want to be part of that funnel of negative things. I don't, and I certainly don't want to go looking for a fight. And right. I don't recommend anybody else go looking for a fight, you know, because there's enough of that. It'll come to you. If you really want it, it'll come to well, you. Now, we'll say back in the day, one of the social media strategies was to post a controversial question or a controversial right. statement because it got more people talking, more people sharing. It could go viral and it could really get your numbers up. But I do not recommend Doing yeah. it. I mean, if it's controversial, like is the best color, you know, fishing in Panama City, copper penny or yeah. blue. 
right. that. But, yeah, yeah, that's but, that's controversial enough. Yeah, we could go with that. But yeah. I, anything truly controversial, there are much better ways to um, to boost your numbers. Yeah, right. And plus, you know, when you see, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. They were telling me they had a vir- a video that went viral, and um, you know, it went. They got a lot of followers from it, but they weren't good quality followers. Um, because they just saw that one thing and then, and then that, and then they never interacted with them again. Okay. And, um, sometimes when you see somebody with a lot of followers, that's just, they have a lot of followers. They don't have a lot of fans. They just have a lot of followers. So, right. and that's not always valuable. All right, Dina, what else about, what else can we share our knowledge about when it comes to this sort of thing? Hmm. Are we done? Well, um, one, because this happens to me because I'm not so young anymore. And sometimes, you know, especially on stage, your memory can fail you. Oh, yeah. And you forget the answer. (laughs) You don't thank somebody or you go blank and you can't think of the name. You you know, and then there's just that awkward silence or you say the wrong thing. Um, You know, when that happens, too, I I think it's best to say, I'm sorry. I I don't want to say that part. Yeah, I mean, that happens to people a lot of times. And sometimes you can just change the subject. Sometimes if you're being interviewed, they'll help you. Yeah, right. Uh, But that one happens quite a bit. And uh, where you misspeak, you misspeak or you forget or you leave a sponsor out. Yeah, Uh, right. So sometimes, I mean, you always want to list your sponsors, but you really need to have that going because yeah I mean it happens especially when you've got a microphone in front of your face well and I would say if you if you were on stage and you forgot to mention someone you know even at a local event you forgot to mention someone important the you know the everybody understands that I think you just make the call you you call them up you be proactive about it and own it like you started by saying and just call them up and say oh my gosh you know I am so sorry but I forgot. I just simply forgot. And I was trying to remember everybody, you know, and just be as genuine and authentic as you can be and sincere. And, and I, people get it, you know. And another thing you can do is have a screenshot or a picture of you up there on stage and say, hey, everybody, for those that didn't see it, these are all my great sponsors I wanted to thank. Yeah, <laughs> right. Or, you know, do a post. Don't say you forgot, but, you know, just throw it out there because that's probably going to live longer than Right. That's state. right. So you make it up to them. You make it up to them. You figure out a way to make it up to them. But that that's another that leads me to another question. How valuable is it for a guy to just reel off his sponsors on stage? Yeah. See, I, I, see I'm not I don't like that. No, I don't. I and they don't have that much time either. Right. But I know we've all watched them up there and just this one, this one, this one, this yeah. one. Yeah. It know, just becomes jibber jabber. Right. And and there are a couple, I wish you could think of the names of them. See, I'm doing it now on the spot, forgetting. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen a lot of guys and girls that are great at, uh, well, I think I've, Christine has done this before, which is really good. She'll Christine Fisher. About, yeah, Christine Fisher, you know, she'll say, you know, she was using a, you know, a Jeep, a Z-Man jackhammer to get into this little spot and they're really hitting that. And, mm-hmm. you know, she, she gives some instances about what she was doing or that rod really had backbone. I could right. you know, get through the yep. weeds or, you know, she's you, pretty she, good at putting a narrative to it. Right. Making it and it's, and for, and that, I was going to say making it sound natural, but Christina is so natural. Mm-hmm. 
if that's just the way she is, that's the way she talks. And, you know, so I, I tell people a lot when I'm co- coaching clients, I'll say, okay, listen to this. You know how in NASCAR, you see the guy that wins and he's, ta- he's got this hat on and they take pictures and he takes it off and he puts this hat on and they take pictures and he takes, he goes through all of his sponsors on his hat when he's winning. Cause winning is such a big deal, you know, but I'm like, think about it that way with your sponsors this week, tell a story about this sponsor, put it into context of what you did that day, you know, or that week, you know, but make sure it's, it's within the context of what you're doing because that's relevant. And and it means something to people next week, do it with your other sponsor. You know, the next week after that, use another sponsor. Maybe you do two at one time. Maybe you say, you know, I really needed my, um, you know, Minco to trolling motor this week because X, Y, and Z, but it does, but to me, that just seems like it's so much more valuable when you put it into the context of why it worked for you. Right. Exactly. Okay. Dina, I think that's it, honey. Thank you so much for being here for me today. Um, I appreciate it. And um, I'm going to, of course, have you back and we'll think of some more good stuff to talk about. (laughs) Thank you.